And now, live on TalkShoe.com and through Spotify, we bring you the Top Rope Report. Here's your host, Mr. Trivia, and beside him, as always, the Nugster. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on 1640 PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio and Spotify. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. This is alongside and joining me, a little confused here. We're all confused because it freaking snowed in May. We didn't have snow in December, no snow in January, we're in Connecticut, and it snows in May. Goddamn snow. That's Mother Nature for you. Joining me today on the phone <laughs> is my co-host, my best friend, my tag team partner, the Nugster Greg, and hello Greg, how you doing? Good, how about you? Doing all right, and uh, joining us also on the line is the little Nugster and DJ. Guys, how's it going? Hello. Hello. How's everyone? I'm all right. So we got uh, money in the bank tonight. The no April tomorrow. Huh? Tomorrow. tomorrow. Sorry, I'm used to doing the show on Sunday. So we got Money in the Bank tomorrow, 7 o'clock, pre-shows at 6. It's going to be interesting. You're going to have two Money in the Bank matches at the same time. I mean, is this this has got to be a first. Not only are they having that, but they're also having it at WWE headquarters. What do you guys think about that, Greg? Um, I think it's going to make the Money in the Bank match more interesting. I mean, they have to do something. Um, as the, you know, shows have been declining in ratings, um, so I think they had to try and figure out something, so I think doing it this way, um, and, and the fact that they're doing at the WWE headquarters, um, where they're literally starting from the first floor, and you have to climb the quote-unquote corporate ladder to the roof, where there's a ring with the two briefcases and ladders and stuff, so. Yeah, I know, that's... That's really going to be, I mean, I think that's going to really make it a longer match, too. So, what, Joe, DJ, what do you guys think about the way they're doing Money in the Bank this year? Um, I, I kind of like it. I feel like <clears throat> being that there's not fans in the in the stand right now, they kind of have to do something to boost this up. Um, so, being, being that they're doing it at the corporate headquarters and, you know, making it all different, I think it's really awesome. Um, especially being that the women and the men will all be there. It'll probably be one big cluster, cluster fuck, but it's going to be awesome. Yeah. What about you, Will Nug? Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty interesting, too, um, having it at, uh, having the Money in the Bank ladder match at uh, corporate headquarters is probably the only real reason why I'm actually going to be tuning into the pay-per-view. Um, I usually work that night anyway or on Sunday nights anyway so <clears throat> yeah I think it's going to be pretty good yeah I know I think it's going to be fun with, every, with, with both 
matches going on at the same time. How many people are going to be going to be running into each other? It's going to be uh, going to be quite interesting. So yeah, I want to um, see Nia, I want to see Nia Jax powerbomb Rey Mysterio through an office wall. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be interesting. Uh, Greg, you got the scores from the last pay-per-view, I, right? I, I do not. I do not have them with me. Um, okay. I, I recently have moved, and a lot of my stuff that I just haven't brought to my house, and that was one of them. Um, I was the winner of the last pay-per-view. I don't remember the, the scores, though. All righty. So you get to choose who goes first. Uh, you can We can go over some of the matches now, or we can go over the matches as... Uh, as you announce them, and then we can make our picks. Well, that's normally how we do on a prediction show. We just go through the matches one by one. All righty. So, if you guys are ready. Uh, yes. All right. Let's go. Um, and as in all tradition, we're going to start off with the pre-show matches that are first. Um, so, the first match we're going to talk about is the Enigma. Jeff Hardy taking on um, Cesaro. And uh, DJ, I'm going to have you lead us off. DJ? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Um, okay. My fault. Um, so Jeff Hardy and Cesaro, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm going to go with Jeff Hardy to win this. Uh, it's kind of weird because it's kind of like, why are they even fighting each other? But right. At least Cesaro's one of them guys where he's a, he's really good in the ring, and so if, if Jeff has any type of rust or anything, I think Cesaro's a good guy to to be in there with. Um, but I'll go Jeff Hardy wins that. That's funny. Oh, oh, pin. All right, Trib. I am also going Jeff Hardy by pin. As will I, Jeff Hardy by pin. And Little Nug? I'm actually not ducking, uh, well, I'm not uh, doing the clean sweep here. Um, I'm actually going to go with Cesaro by pin. Okay. Alrighty. On to the advertised main card. And the first match, we'll just get it out of the way. Um, Trib's going to get to go first on this one as we go in order. And it is R-Truth um, taking on MVP. Okay, I'm going to go. Surprisingly, I'm picking R-Truth to win by pitfall. Um, useless match. Once again, don't know why they would add something like this when you have other matches you could have added. You, you could have added the Raw Tag Team titles. You could have added a rematch between Mandy Rose and Sony Deville, but you're going to put this on the card for whatever reason. I don't know, but R-Truth will win by pin. Little Nug. I'm going with MVP by pin. Okay. And DJ. I got to go with our truth by 10. All right. On to the next match, which is the first championship match we're going to talk about. Um, it is for the SmackDown women's title. It is Bailey defending her title against Tamina. 
Um, I get to go first on this one. Um, I, I, I honestly right now truly do believe that there's not a better female wrestler, per, you know, performing right now in the WWE than Bailey. Um, as I've said on our show before, I think she's taking this heel role and is running with it and is really, really taking her character to another level. Um, I see no reason at all why they take the title off for her, so I'm going Bailey Pin. Joe? Uh, I keep, um, hold on, uh, I keep trying to figure out how to put this. I see, I see Tamina, I see Tamina, Tamina winning, but Bailey retaining her title. Okay, so it could be either a count or disqualification. Yeah, disqualification, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out how to put that. So, Tamina wins by disqualification? Um, I guess, yeah. Okay. DJ. Um, I agree with you, Greg. I think Bailey's probably one of the best out there right now, so I they're not going to take it from her. I think it, if it does get taken from her, it'll probably be the money in the bank, briefcase, or Sasha. So I'm going to go Bailey by 10. All right. All right, Trev, moment of truth. Well, I'll tell you, if Tamina wins, then Joe's going to come up smell like a rose because I'm going the exact same thing that Greg and DJ are going, Bailey by 10. Because I, I echo the same words Greg does. I mean, there's no better, there's no be- nobody better playing the heel role on SmackDown right now than, than Bailey. So I'm just going with her with my pin. Okay. On to the next match. It is for the Universal title, and it is the title holder Braun Strowman defending against not the Fiend, but Bray Wyatt. Uh, Little Nug, you get to lead us off. I'm going uh, Braun by pinch. Okay. Uh, DJ. <clears throat> so, I feel like because it's Bray and not the scene, that, the, that they can let him lose. And it, it's weird to say because how many times he's lost recently, but... I, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna say Braun Strowman keeps the title by pen. Okay. And trivia. Uh, the referee has disqualified Braun Strowman. Here's your winner, Bray Wyatt. I think because the animosity between these two. Right now, because Braun Strowman's really not happy with all the mind games that Bray Wyatt's playing, and Bray Wyatt's just making a big joke about it, how he can take him out, bottom in here, take him out. I think Strowman's just going to go a little overboard, and he's going to get disqualified. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think WWE does enough of these... Um, where the champion doesn't win for whatever reason or retains the title. Um, I, I just think it's going to be um, a dominant performance by Braun Strowman, and I'm going Braun Strowman pin. Okay. Uh, 
Okay. Okay. Well, good thing it wasn't like 10 minutes ago. They were freaking doing weed whacking right outside my freaking window. I couldn't hear myself think. Um, next match. It is for the WWE title. And is the champion, Drew McIntyre, take defending his title against the Messiah, Seth Rollins. DJ, you get to lead us off. All right. Um, I think this is probably going to be one of the better matches of the night. Probably the best match of the night, even though that ladder match would be nuts. I think in a one-on-one or, you know, a regular match, this is probably going to do it. Um, I'm going to say that Drew retains, um, in a hard, a hard-fought match from Rollins. So, Drew, I pin. Okay. And Mr. Trivia. You know, this is exactly an interesting match because you've got the former champion, Seth Rollins. You've got the new champion, Drew McIntyre. Um, I stated on the show before, I thought Drew McIntyre was ready to win the title. They had him beat Brock Lesnar. He's not ready to drop the strap yet. I'm going Drew McIntyre by pin. In a great match, probably other than, like DJ said, probably other than the ladder match, probably going to be the best match on the card. Okay, um, I, I've been trying to talk myself out of it, I think I have, I just, I don't know, I don't trust Vince, I really don't, um, ratings are slipping, ratings are slipping, and it can't be due to any other reason other than, obviously, who the champion is, um, and I, I just, I keep this thing in the back of my head that he's going to punish Drew McIntyre. Um, but I, I'm going to go against my better judgment, and I'm not going to pick Seth Rollins to win. Um, I'm I'm going to go with Drew via pin. And Little Nugster. I'm also going with Drew by pin. I, I do agree that this could be the best match of the night. Great, you said you said you're picking Drew by pin. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. So now that I purposely put all those first because I felt those are the ones that we're all pretty much were going to agree on. Um, so now here are the ones that I think maybe we'll have little differences with. Um, so the first one, we're, the next one we're going to be talking about is for the SmackDown. Tag titles. It is the new day of Kofi and Big E um, defending their titles against the Miz and Morrison um, versus the Forgotten Sons of Steve Cutler, Jackson Riker, and or um, Wesley Blake. And the fourth team in this fatal four way is Lucha House Party of Grand Metallic and Lince Dorado. Um, it is not an elimination, um, and just because there's four teams, we threw I threw a couple extra points in there um, for for point scorings. Um, so we're gonna name obviously the winning team, who gets the win for the winning team, um, the losing team, and who takes the loss for the losing team. Um, Trib, you're up first. Okay, 
Um, this took me a lot of thinking to do because I originally wanted to see the Forgotten Sons win, but they just got called up. I think it's too early for them to to grab the straps right now. Um, so my my winning team is going to be Miz and Morrison. And I see John Morrison pinning Lindsay Dorado from the Lucha House Party. Okay. I got um, all those that we needed, right? The winner, the winning team, the loser, and the losing team. Okay. And how the winning team won. What's that? And you had how the winning team won. Right. Okay. Hmm. Yep. I want to make sure I didn't leave anything out. Okay. Um, well, I didn't think there was any way that they were going to take the belt off of Miz and Morrison and give it to New Day again. Um, as we know, um, the Usos are now just the Uso, as Jimmy's out for six to nine months with a knee injury, so they needed somebody to elevate. Um, and rather, giving an established tag team that's already been around like Heavy Machinery a push, they put Otis in this love triangle with Mandy Rose and Dolph Ziggler and bring up the Forgotten Sons and then say, oh yeah, let's throw in the Lucha House Party. Um, I don't... I, I don't know why, but I'm... I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the new day retaining um and keeping the title. Um I'll go with Biggie pinning the Miz. Okay. Um because I think if anything's gonna happen, let's because Vince hates tag team, so let's break up the Miz and Morrison. Um, cause a little, you know, confrontation between the two of them because the Miz loses again, and then Morrison can point out that the two matches that, you know, Miz lost and he won the one match, and I, I don't know, I just for some reason he's he wants the new day to I think he wants the new day to stay as champion. So, little nug, you're up. Before I uh, say my answer, I just wanted to ask if anybody got a chance to, to watch. SmackDown last night. I watched the last match. Uh, I didn't, I didn't no, I was working. I didn't get to see it. Oh, what's up? Well, I, 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 was, I just wanted to, to say how great the eight-man tag match was. Okay, I'll have to check it out. That's all. I'll have to check that out. All right, so... Uh, my pick for this one is um, New Day Retaining with uh, Big E pinning uh, John Morrison. Oh, okay. All right, DJ, you're up. All right. Um, yeah, I, I think New Day will probably keep it for now. Um, so I'm going to go New Day winning and I got I'm gonna go Kofi pins the miss. Okay. I like the the, the variety of uh, mixing it up here. Alrighty. So two matches left to predict. 
the two ladder matches. So, in true gentleman form, ladies are first. As this is for the right to win the contract for a guaranteed championship opportunity. And it is Asuka taking on Shayna Baszler, taking on Nia Jax, <coughs> taking on Dana Brooke, taking on Lacey Evans, taking on Carmella. Um, and as in true form, I get to go first, I guess. Um, I I've been bouncing back and forth between two women and only two women. Um, when was the last time you bounced back and forth between two women? Hey, I was a dog when I, I was a dog years ago, man. I, I actually <laughs> went to I actually went to a Halloween party when I was younger. Where I went with one girl, made out with the second girl I was there, and went home with a third girl. So hey, there you, you go. Know, um, that was when I was in my man whore days. Um, there you go. But I I've never given any of the other four competitors. Uh, maybe one of them a slight chance, um, but I think it comes down to Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax. Um, I think they're going to correct their quote-unquote mistake um, with Charlotte winning the Royal Rumble and not Shayna Baszler. Uh, I think Shayna Baszler... <sighs> But I just can't, ah, you know what, screw it, um, can I say, um, Shayna Jax or Nia Baszler, so I'm covered both ways, <laughs> um, you know what, I'm going Nia Jax, screw it. I just had this inkling in the back of my head. You know, it's not the okay. fact that I haven't had a haircut in, in two months, um, but I just got this little, these hairs in the back of my neck are standing up, and I can't go against Nia Jax. All right, little nug. Um. I'm going between Shanna and Nia Jax, too, actually. Uh, I'll say Nia Jax. Okay. A second vote for Nia Jax. All right, DJ. Um, I'm actually choosing between two right now, too, but Nia Jax is not one of them. Um, for some reason, I just, I got Asta in mind for some reason. Um, I, I, it, I don't know if I can go against Shana, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go Shayna. Shayna grabs briefcase, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Oscar's the only other one that I give a slight chance. Um it's only because of um how great she's been, um, you know, with her commentary and, and being more vocal and everything. But all right. Trib, who you got? Um, I I kinda been going back and forth with two of them as well, just like uh, Nug has and DJ has, and I'm sure little little Nug was going back and forth as well. And uh, my two, I was going back and forth with were Nia Jackson, Shayna, but I think that they want to do a program coming up, which I think they might believe that Nia that 
Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch will have a better program than Becky Lynch and Nia. So I'm going to say that Shayna grabs the briefcase for the women. Okay. Well, the phone's ringing in the secretary's office, and she's not here, so just got to let it ring. There we go. It's all done. All right. Okay. And on to the men, where it is Daniel Bryan taking on Rey Mysterio, taking on Aleister Black, taking on King Corbin, taking on Otis, and taking on the most recent qualifier, AJ Styles. Uh, Little Nug, you get to lead us off. Okay. Um... Uh, thought about it, and I am going to go with Baron Corbin, or King Corbin. Okay. King Corbin. Okay. All right, so I had Corbin in mind for a while, but I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, he was the one holding the briefcase high last night or whenever it was. Yeah. So yeah, I was. can't see him actually winning it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with AJ Styles wins. All right. And Mr. Trivia. And, you know, the funny thing is, is if Nug didn't mention on the way home today, we were chit-chatting about a couple things for the pay-per-view. I had totally, completely, 100% forgot AJ Styles was in the money in the bank. And I had originally told Greg, I think Baron Corbin was going to win. And then Greg mentioned something about, you know, how AJ Styles had won the gauntlet. And he's in there. And I saw that's right, AJ Styles. So I'm going to go with AJ Styles to win. Okay. And up until AJ Styles, well, actually, uh, it was Sunday that I had read an article um, painting the picture of AJ Styles being in the gauntlet match and winning and possibly going on to to winning the actual ladder match, um, I had two names in mind. Um, One was King Corbin, and the other is the one that I'm going to pick, um, not necessarily because I think he could win it, but I think he should win it. And and I'm going with him. I'm going with Aleister Black. Um... I think that that could be um, a, a tremendous look-ahead feud, um, uh, the possibility of Aleister Black chasing down Drew McIntyre. So I, I'm going with Aleister Black. All right. I can see that. Yeah. Okay, so the next one that we're going to predict is a bonus pick. We're going, one of the bonuses, because there's really not too many bonuses you can pick in this pay-per-view, but as we do know, both the men and the women's matches are going on at the same time. So, for an additional set of points, we're predicting which one wins first. Is it a man, or is, is it a man, or is it a woman? Um, DJ? Uh, I'm going to have to say, since I have Shayna winning it, and how just crazy she is, and I think it'll be fairly quicker than the men. So I'm going to say the women's finishes first. Okay. Trib? I'm going with the women finishing first as well. DJ, you picked the New Day to win? 
Yeah. Okay. They're not in the ladder match. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm writing I you know. down. I know. And Little Nug. I'm going with the women, too. All right. Okay. On to the pick that I believe is probably unique to our show and our show only. And it is as we are always doing, picking the first match of the card. Uh, trivia, you get to lead us off. Um, well, let's see. Oh, it's going to be a title match. So I'm going to go with the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Tamina. Okay. I also agree that it's going to be a title match because I don't think there's any chance in hell our truth and uh, MVP lead off. I could actually probably see that match being just before um, one of the ladder matches, um, or the ladder match, I should say. And I also am going with the SmackDown theme, but I'm going with the SmackDown tag title match first. Little Mug. I'm also going with the SmackDown tag titles as well. Okay. And DJ. All right, so I got a quick question here with this. Yep. So last I heard, last I heard that the two ladder matches were already done and recorded and that they were going to be showing them pretty much the whole night in between matches. I, I kind of read something about that too, that they, that there's, that they thought that they might to make it seem like that the ladder match was going on at the same time as the rest of the pay-per-view that they were going to show so, in segments. Yeah. So I can see them starting it off with just everyone just starting out on the ground floor or whatever, showing it for uh, however many minutes and then going to a match. But being that this is actually two matches, how would I say this? Like, Well, if you think the ladder matches, and I, it's funny because I do matches in quotes like you guys can see me. If you think the ladder match is going to lead it off, then you pick I mean, the ladder match. Obviously not, like, obviously not the whole match, but I, I feel like it's going to at least give us the beginning of it first. You know, we'll be able to still start it off. So, yeah, I'm going to okay. say that. Okay. All right. Um, so, the next pick that we're going for is our unadvertised surprise. Um, I get to go first. Um, hmm. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I'm going to go with... And I, I know that they're saying that, from what I've read, that the rest of the card, other than the ladder match, is going to be shown live. Um, but... Still, I think with the fact that there's nobody there, they can, you know, choreograph certain things. Um, and I'm going for a um, themed appearance 
after the Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt match. Um, once again, they can, you know, cut the camera. The Fiend shows up. Braun Strowman's in the ring. Bray Wyatt's not there. Um, or even if Bray Wyatt is there, you know, then they go back to the Fiend or whatever. But the Fiend will make an appearance. Um, after the Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt match, not in it, and I'll be clear, not during the match. It'll be after the match, so it's not as vague. Okay. And little Nug. I'm kind of taking it on the easy side here with this, so <laughs> I. I my unadvertised surprise is um, going to be happening in the Jeff Hardy Cesaro match, and it is uh, Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus comes out and distracts Jeff Hardy, which causes Cesaro to pin Jeff Hardy. Okay. I was kind of wondering why you're going with Cesaro Pin for that match. All right, DJ. All right, DJ, you're up. All right. Um, my my unadvertised surprise. I think we are going to see the hackers get revealed. Oh. Okay. Now, is that it, or do you have a, a prediction as to who the hacker is going to be? Um, or, or, I, mean, I, I, have, all right, I, well, I have people in mind. All right, let me, let me put this forward to, to Joe and to, to Mike. Um, I'm curious as to who he thinks it might be, but for curiosity reasons only. His official thing is only that the hacker is going to be revealed, and doesn't matter who the hacker gets revealed as, he gets the bonus if it happens. But I'm just curious to know who he thinks it's going to be. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so if you guess who it is and it's wrong, you still get the points as long as the hacker shows up. Okay. Um, Well, I think that there's... Two of them, and I, I think it's Ali and Shorty G. Okay. All right. Because I, I, I can't believe I can't believe it's CM Punk until I see it. So right. I'm not even gonna. Right. Yeah. Same here. Right. All right, Trib. And I get the same thing Joe has. Sheamus gets involved in the Jeff Hardy Cesaro match. Just gets involved. Yeah, he just gets involved, yeah. Okay, well, it's not the same as Joe. Um, All right, and as the winner of the last pay-per-view, I get to go with a bonus prediction. And... uh, It's going to go against... It's going to go against my... Uh, no, I don't want to... Do I want to go with that one? I don't know. I got three of them in my head I want to go with. Um, uh, 
I only have two hands. I don't have three. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's. Uh, let's get a coin. Three-sided coins. <laughs> well, there's the heads, tails, and then the inside. Um, yeah. Let me go with... Uh, damn it. Um... Okay, damn it, is a surprise. Okay, no. Uh. Um. Alright, I'm going to write it down before I actually say it, because I can't believe I'm actually going to waste my time and say it, but... All right. Don't sound confident. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not really, but, you, you know, if it's a bonus pick and it, you know, you know me. I mean, I'm not going, I mean, I'd love to go with my horse woman, poor horse woman, poor horse woman, but I can't even imagine a scenario where that could possibly happen here. So I'm going with Brock Lesnar comes out during the Drew McIntyre-Seth Rollins match, destroys both men, and the match goes to a no contest. Okay. My other one would have involved Sasha Banks, but we're I, I'm going to go with the least likely one to happen, and that's Brock Lesnar destroying the match. Okay. And those are our picks for the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. All right. So that's, uh, yeah, so, um, so, I mean, are you guys looking at any uh, possible big grades maybe for this pay-per-view? I mean, I'm looking at probably, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, possibly a B-minus to a C. Really? That's it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Only because, you know, you got R-Truth on there, and you got, uh, you know, Hardy on the pre-show, and you know, I just, I mean, I think I think it would have been better if Hardy was probably on the main card and just put R-Truth and MVP on the pre-show, because, you know, who really gives a rat's ass about them? Well, I mean, I'm on, I mean, I personally would rather see the comedic, Outlandish R Truth wrestle than the overhyped, overworked, underutilized, waste of time Jeff Hardy. <laughs> okay. What about you guys, DJ, Joe? No, no, I haven't really thought about it like that. Um, I feel like. I feel like it'll be okay because of whatever, it's money in the bank, so it should be all right. I mean, being that they'll be running through a, a, a building should make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. I don't know, probably, 
probably around a B, B minus, I guess, C. Something, I don't know, something around there, probably. It's not going to be great. It'll be, a, it'll be good enough, I guess. Okay. How about you, Jeff? Yeah, I'm kind of thinking around a B as well. Okay. You know, the interesting thing is, um, you know, nobody mentioned anything about, you know, like with uh, Seth Rollins from McIntyre match. You know, I thought somebody might have thrown in a Kevin Owens reference, Kevin Owens reference there. He's injured. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, see, I don't get a chance to see Raw, so I don't know. I know, but I, I talked. I talked about it this past week on the show. Okay. How, how bad is his injury, though? It's got him out of action for months. Oh, okay. Just like you so with his knee. Well, not that long. It's an ankle. The WrestleMania match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's so, only been five weeks since WrestleMania, so I mean, he he was at least on the shelf. It would be re he would be reevaluated after six to eight weeks, not just being reevaluated. Um, ligaments are ligaments. When you tear a ligament, it it takes a quite a while to heal. Um, you might be able to walk around and stuff without pain, but you're not bouncing around rings. Jumping off of signs onto a tight table like you did at WrestleMania, you, you, you're 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 limping around for quite a while. Oh, okay. Now, now we were talking about this women's Money in the Bank, and I can't remember if DJ had mentioned it to me because I mentioned it to Greg earlier, and he said that he really didn't see anything in any of the news feeds for any rumors or something that I think it was DJ that told me that there was a rumor going on that Mandy Rose was going to take the place of Carmella. I, I seen it was, it was a video that I seen that, you know, it was just a rumor video. So I take it with a grain of salt, but yeah, that that Mandy, like Carmella would get an injury before the match or something and Mandy would take over and then Mandy and Otis would be holding up briefcases together at the end. Spoke to him and 
disrespected him, so I had to respect his wishes, and we have to bring him on separately on the 24th of May. Absolutely. So you definitely want to check that out. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, if you guys, I know, like Greg said, he didn't, uh, he didn't see it, and I only saw the, uh, the ending part of it last week, but what did you guys t- uh, take from uh, the two go-home shows, Raw and SmackDown, this week? I didn't get to watch them, so I, I I really have no idea, to be honest. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Rob, Rob was okay. I mean, it wasn't, you know, I mean, it was probably better than Raw has been in the last few weeks. Um, it started out kind of okay, and then... You know, I think they're realizing that over the last few weeks, the worst hours that they're putting on are the third hour. And, you know, they let off the third hour, which was a very fairly competitive match um, between Charlotte Flair and Liv Morgan. Um, and then they had an outstanding tag match. Um, and and I'll, I'll be the first one. You guys know I have never liked the Street Profits at all. But the Street Profits versus Viking Raiders was a pay-per-view worthy tag team match, in my opinion. Um, wow. So I, I I thought the show was you know was a better Raw than than they have had in the past. Oh. Friend of mine just sent me a text message saying that the WWE's best ladder matches is being televised right now on Fox. Getting into the ladder match. Uh, theme. DJ, weren't you the one that talked to me the other day and said, I wonder which guys are going to get thrown off the building? Yeah, who's getting thrown off the room? Who's getting thrown off the room? Otis, because he's got the belly to bounce back up. Yeah. <laughs> you see, before I found out that they were being taped, I said to Greg, I said, that's because I, I thought they'd be alive. And I said to Greg, I said, that's got to cause a clusterfuck on 95 because you see people driving by looking up at the. There's a WWE headquarters building with guys fighting on top of the roof. Yeah. But, um... Now, I mean, do you guys think that it takes something away from the anticipation of a pay-per-view by tape? I mean, I know they have to tape them because of the virus and the social distancing and everything. But do you think it takes something away from the enthusiasm of the pay-per-view, or is it the performers themselves that keep the pay-per-view going without the crowd? I mean, as long as it doesn't get leaked, you know, and, and no one knows what happened. Right. I, I mean, I, I still look forward to it, I guess, you know? I, I 100% I mean, agree with that. Yeah. But I, I think they're real interesting, especially Raw and SmackDown, Without the crowds, because I'm in, I'm enjoying listening to what they say to each other, and um, you know, they, I was, they showed one thing on USA about one of the women's matches, what they did during the commercial break. They were just all hanging around in the ring talking to each other during the commercial break with no crowd there. So it was, it was quite interesting. What about you, Nug? Little Nug. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I've kind of. I've kind of been enjoying what they're doing. Um, the only thing I do have a little issue with is um, having uh, three people on commentary for two shows, just because I think it kind of it kind of uh, 
gets a little crowded with like three people talking because I, I really like hearing the wrestlers trash talk. So whenever the, whenever the commentators and stuff talk, you can't really hear the wrestlers talk to each other. Yeah. And Greg made, and Greg made a good point this week that this was Samoa Joe's what, second or third show and didn't hurt himself. Yeah. Didn't, didn't sprain a vocal cord or anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, are we going to see him back in the ring soon, or is he I, just relegated to announcing now? I won't hold my breath. Nah, neither will I. And don't forget, tomorrow night on the network, right after Money in the Bank, it is The Undertaker's last ride, so I'm definitely uh, looking forward to checking that out. Absolutely. I, I saw about 13. I saw about 13 minutes of it that they showed today on Facebook. And um, if, if the whole show is anything like that 13 minutes, then it's definitely going to be a, a must-see because it was, it was really good. I didn't realize he had that many problems and had that many injuries and surgeries over his 25-plus years. Yeah. I mean, you know, Michelle McCool was... They were talking with her, and she said that, you know, one of the doctors said that his hip is being held on by hip a clip and a piece of chewing gum. <laughs> so that's why, you know, he said, he said the hardest part is when you're only on the one, the one match a year, you know, trying to get yourself up for it and training. And everything. I mean, it's definitely a good 13 minutes. It's going to be a good watch tomorrow. Yep. So, but yeah, this is a... Uh, this is a first for Money in the Bank. You know, at the headquarters, two matches at the same time. It's going to be interesting to watch back and forth to see who's going, to see, you know, which one you want to pay attention to first. But it'll be interesting to see everybody in the ring at the same time. And our, like they said, our truth will get screwed up and think he's in the match again or something. <laughs> but, hey, quick question. No Good answer. For Nug, um, did you have the women or the men finish in the latter match first? Women. The women? Yep. I just didn't hear you say it. I was writing everyone's picks now. Yeah. I think we all got the women. Yeah. Yeah, everyone did. Okay. Yeah, that, uh, that'll be it. I mean, it's, I think the men's is going to go, I think the women will finish first and the men will end up going on a little longer. So, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is as far as that goes. I mean, whatever happens in that, in the pay-per-view happens. So, and then then after this one's break, the next one's in June, but we don't know the name of it, right? Right. It's one of those to-be-announced things. So, I, um, I read something on one of the websites today that they're moving SummerSlam. Moving it back? No, they're they're moving it. I guess it's not going to be in Boston. Oh, oh, oh! Moving the venue, gotcha. Yeah. Because by September, you know, they'll by August or September or whatever, like the end of August or whatever, they're going to have it. You know, you should be able to put at least twenty people in the stands by then. But um, I really think you're going to go the whole year without. fans in the stands 
No, probably uh, not the whole year, no. Probably not. We'll just have to... Yeah, to say, I mean, WWE is keeping their head above water, so. And I happened to flip through uh, one of the things on one of the websites yesterday about Brody Lee. I guess he's um, challenging John Moxley for the AEW championship. I know we don't discuss AEW much, but uh, I think that's going to be a heck of a match. It's definitely going to be a goodie. Saudi show because they typically do one, you know, in the spring and then in the fall. Um, but I mean, with limited travel throughout the world right now, forget about just the country itself. Who knows what they're gonna do? Right. So it's uh, it's something that you know I'm sure somewhere along the line the WWE is gonna figure something out. Greg, DJ, any of you guys? Did any of you guys? Um, I haven't seen anything, that's why I'm asking. Um, has anybody seen anything to the effect of 
how much money Vince McMahon has lost since they have no crowds or no. I, I haven't seen anything any. about it. No. Um I mean it's gotta be up there, at least you know, all them people and it's gotta be up there. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's gotta be uh in the tens of millions probably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the reason I'm looking forward to it is because of the ladder match. I've never seen it before. It's going to be, I, I mean, I've watched numerous ladder matches, Money in the Bank matches. This is just the first. Yeah. Um, and just starting off. Well, yeah. I'm anxious to see if any of the women and men work together or get involved in each other's match. Right. You know? yeah. Right. Yeah, just like Greg said something about with Naomi not being in it, she would jump from the men's ladder to the women's ladder and vice versa. Yeah. So, Trev, a yeah, quick... I kind of see like a little, like, maybe a little comedic things happening throughout throughout the match. Like, um, like at one point, maybe uh, Alistair Black and one of the women are inside the elevator, if there even is an elevator, and they're just like, you know, just waiting to go to the floor and then you're look, they look at each other and be like, Hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. I or can see that. Something like something like that. Yeah. So Trip, uh -huh. quick answer your quick answer to your question um before. Um their quarter first quarter um report as opposed to their quarter four report from two thousand nineteen, they actually were up. 8.48% in revenue. Um, so whether wow. that's due to the fact that they've been able to cut expenses, letting talent go, because um, not only are they not having, not making as much money, but they're not paying as, they're not paying that money either. So they're not paying that to send a crew out to, you know, a live event in, you know, a Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. They don't, they're not sending crews places to set up production sets and to set up, you know, even Raw and SmackDown production sets. So it's kind of have off. It's kind of offset itself. I mean, an eight point four eight percent profit is that a lot? No, but it it's not. You know, first quarter of the year, they didn't really lose anything. But I mean, WrestleMania starts the second quarter. That's April, May, right. June. So I think that'll be much more interesting to see then. Right. Um, Alright, well we're going to say a quick goodbye here in Spotify We only have about 30 seconds left before it cuts us off um, We want to thank right. those of you listening to us um, you know, On Spotify through Anchor um, Be sure to tune into the show next week When we do have our special guest Flash Waller And uh, we'll talk to you again soon Alrighty yeah, So while Greg said it while 